Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Rick and Morty, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Delaney Stovall. Whoop. And <laughs> yes. again, things with no context. And Michelle Ander. Hi. Uh, today, Delaney, Michelle, and I will be discussing the uh, latest episode of Rick and Morty Season 3, Rest and Rick's Laxation. Uh, we talk Rick and Morty every week, twice a week that it's new here on the Overly Animated Podcast. You can find us at OverlyAnimated.com or subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Overly Animated Rick and Morty to subscribe to either our main feed or our Rick and Morty specific iTunes feed. Um, check out our previous recap podcast and also our panel discussions. We'll have our panel up for this episode later in the week. Um, let's get into rest and Rick's laxation. Make sure you've seen the episode first. Um, Delaney, what are your impressions of this episode? Did you enjoy it? Oh, I love this episode. I thought it was hysterical. Like, I was like really digging this episode. Like, first it starts off, it's like you're just ripping off Star Wars. This is great. And then it was just so funny and absurd. And like having like nice Rick and then like nice Morty, but then Morty was also like a total D bag. Like, oh, all of it was great. And then I don't know. I just loved all of it. It was really funny, and I just like enjoyed it a lot. Like, it was really clever. And also, like, I don't know why, like, my girlfriend is like, why do you guys keep trying to predict what any of this means? <laughs> like, she's like, you're never going why to be bother? right. Because I was like, we've been trying to figure out what this, like, green people thing is. And, yeah. she, <laughs> and then yeah. she's like, why do you keep doing this? Like, you're not going to figure it out. Yeah, on, on the panel discussions, one of the questions is, what's going to be next week? And people make up ridiculous scenarios. I believe someone said that there would be a spa involved, so they might get points for that. Yeah, um, the, for them. Yeah. Um, okay, so enjoyed it. Let's let's establish the terms here. I'm going to go with healthy and toxic Rick's, Rick and Morty. I believe that is what the episode calls them. So yeah. um, the, yeah, health, the healthy version and the toxic versions. Let's go with that. Um, cool stuff. Uh, Michelle, what are your impressions on, of this episode? I really like this episode too. This felt like um, a, a fairly new concept. Um, and we've been talking before about how they've been kind of like playing off of established tropes and trying to subvert them. But this felt like more fresh to me um, than the past couple episodes. And I really liked that aspect of it. It was kind of interesting seeing them have that total meltdown after the first like mission at the beginning. Like that went on for like a while, but I kind of like enjoyed it a lot. You could definitely tell like they'd hit like a breaking point, whatever that was. Um, and yeah, just seeing, ah, uh, I didn't expect to like, like, the, the nice Rick so much and to be like, damn, this, like, Morty's, like, not okay. Like, <laughs> I know he started off, like, whatever, but then, like, he had this really weird manic quality and the stuff with the carrots. I was like, what's going on with that? Why do keep asking if it's organic? Like, what's wrong with him? But yeah, no, I really like this episode. I thought it had a lot of really good moments and it just seemed really strong overall. Nice. Yeah, I definitely want to get into the differences between healthy and toxic Rick and Morty's um, and how that manifests. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this one a lot. I think this is one of the more narratively interesting episodes like in the show's history. So, of course, I'm, this is going to be one that I really like. That's something I really uh, I really prioritize when evaluating an episode. Um, I agree. This is like an original concept. I've seen some talk that um, this is kind of treaded upon territory, like splitting a character into like a good and bad version. That's not like that's been done. 
but I but think it's not that simple. Yeah, right. Yeah. This is this is like their perception of themselves and exactly. Yeah, and what like the results of what they like and don't like about uh, themselves, and that was like fascinating to see play out. Like, I think this is maybe the most interesting characterization of Rick and Morty in the show's history, and it, there's just kind of like infinite things to to delve into um, that we learn about both of their characters and their perceptions of themselves. Um, just in terms of like, it, it's just like a solid episode. It, the pacing is really good after last week, which I think was, uh, definitely felt off in, in that category. Everything went too fast here. Like a lot, like a lot happens at the end. It like skips three weeks and some crazy stuff, but it all felt fine. Um, I don't think like, I feel like I say this every week, but, um, I didn't find this episode particularly funny. Um, I think this is like one of the least laugh out loud episodes, maybe in the show's history, but, um, I didn't really care, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. I, I, I found myself, uh, really enjoying it for its narrative elements and just for like watching it as a story. Uh, and it's like, there's a lot of like humorous things happening and they're definitely jokes and there's definitely things I enjoyed, but, um, like I, I found this one, I, I found this to be a really refreshing, um, episode in the context of the season, given that, um, it just like felt smart and it felt like it was, uh, really well done. And, um, like the last two episodes were maybe more slapsticky and this, this one, I feel like we're, we, we're getting back into kind of some deep territory. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I, I very much enjoyed it and, um, interested to get into it and get your guys' takes on some of these character <laughs> character elements here. Um, so yeah, I think that, uh, this is, it's, it's something that the episode kind of throws at you, but, um, it's, it's, there's so much, it's, it's so much happening that it's, it's kind of hard to really take in and conceptualize just the fact that the healthy and toxic versions of them are, um, based off of their self perceptions, kind of like what, um, it, it's what Rick says that the, the machine can't, um, doesn't like have its own definition. It goes by their definition. So, um, like healthy Rick kinds of, kind of ends up being more a better person. Um, so if, except for like he gets rid of his personal attachments. Um, that's, a, that's, I guess more of a negative. Um, so it, it seems like the Rick hates, uh, the, the bad parts about himself, but Morty kind of hates the good parts about himself. Like he just turns into a giant asshole when he's a uh, healthy Morty. That's something I found so striking here. Um, what, what's your, what's your take on this? Uh, the, what, Delaney on the, what they found to be the healthy versions of each of them. Well, what I really liked, like with, with Rick, it's really interesting because like, I think this is how we would kind of like, this is kind of like the doctor. Like you have Rick, he's a genius and he he's you know a quote-unquote good person he was worried about the toxic versions of themselves like the, they're sentient like they're trying to reach out to us like we have an obligation so there's some morality there but then again the no attachments like he like he's like i don't give a shit about morty like i don't care <laughs> and he was like he used that against the toxic rick which that's just a really interesting sort of like we're we've been exploring this like we've been deep you know like I think we kind of like, oh, maybe like, we're like, yeah, like if someone was like, okay, do you think Rick cares about Summer Morty? And I think generally speaking, we'd be like, yeah, I guess maybe like, you know, sort of. And then, you know, he doesn't let them die or anything. Like he's a jackass, but like, he probably wouldn't like kill them on purpose. And then we get to, and you know, Rick seems to have a, you know, sort of like a more kind of a friendly relationship with Summer. Mm-hmm. But then we get to, you know, the past few episodes where we're actually starting to touch on 
Rick kind of grappling with how much he cares for Morty. Like actually there being some concern there. And then we like face it full, like full on in this episode about, you know, he considers it a weakness and then he's like, I don't give a shit, but Hey, are you okay? Like grandpa's here. He's going to like help you or whatever. So I, I guess I'm more interested. Like it's interesting in that Rick, I guess Rick as a scientist would prefer that he didn't care, but then it's interesting in that, like we're actually seeing that, like we know for a fact that Rick does care about Morty and it's kind of like, it's kind of a redeeming quality. Like you actually kind of felt bad for toxic Rick and that healthy Rick was like being a giant asshat. And so it's really interesting in that regard because the whole episode, you're like, Morty, you suck. Like, why are you so awful? And then, it turned then in the end, you know, Rick kind of it seems more like Rick's kind of back to him to his old ways when he's like talking to toxic Rick. So I guess that was what was really like striking to me was that like with Morty and the personal attachments. And then with Morty, it was like he he hates the weak part of himself that he's you know, he stutters and he which not that that's necessarily a weakness, but like he considers himself. He considers that one. And he's just kind of unsure. And that's more, I guess, the stuttering is more, I guess, like his indecisiveness. And he's just never, he's not really sure. And then, of course, he does say things like, oh, I'm just terrible. Like, I hate myself, that kind of stuff. But then we see the healthy Morty. And he's just like, (sighs) at first you're like, oh, like, it's cool. Like, he's like helping people. He's just, he's more sure of himself. And he's just a giant asshat. And he just doesn't care about anything anymore. So I guess that was interesting in that, like, well, I guess for both of them, they, like the fact that they care, they considered toxic, like not a good part of them, which is interesting considering Morty caring is kind of what balances Rick and Morty out. But clearly Rick cares a lot about his grandchildren and, and obviously Beth. Yeah, um, this is something that wasn't super obvious to me first viewing is that uh, like healthy Morty, um, he, he, his attack, his conscience is not brought, brought along like that's left behind it with, yeah. with toxic Morty. Yeah. Um, whereas I think Rick, his conscience was to a certain extent brought along, but not with regards to Morty. It, it's kind of like a, an objective conscience type of thing. Like, right. like yeah, he, like, yeah. yeah, when they were hashing out like, oh, like we should bring back the toxic parts like Rick's healthy rick's reasoning was like well it's the right thing to do like objectively kind of like textbook kind of like textbook philosophy yeah um, that kind of thing yeah yeah he's he's yeah. he he like he doesn't want um he doesn't want any subjectivity in there it's just like what he what he would view as um kind of like objectively the thing to do um like he says it's not our place to decide uh exactly like, yeah. which which worlds are saved um it's something that uh, normal rick definitely does not think as he determines the fate of worlds constantly. Um, but, but yeah, you're like, okay, healthy Morty. Wow. He's really confident. But then, you know, he does, yeah, he doesn't bring his conscious long as, uh, Jacqueline later in the episode points out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I found, yeah. What do you, what's your take, Michelle, on, um, the healthy versus toxic versions of them? Um, I mean, it's really, in- it's really, cause like, I, I wondered a lot about what, Morty was gonna be like once I realized what the episode was and like it's true like he starts off he's just like very charismatic um and like Delaney bring up yeah like it really is the fact that his like conscience is kind of gone and why he would see that as a weakness because I think like a big part of Morty's flaw or what he perceives as a flaw is that he worries a lot but he worries because he like cares about things he takes time to think about things and that's part of why he's so indecisive you take that away he's just like gonna bulldoze straight ahead like feel completely confident whatever he's doing but that has its own consequences like when he was on this date 
with Jessica, like he just started like Shut up, about everything. Shut like, up. What the hell's wrong with him? Does he like does he have too much coffee? Like, why does he keep like moving his hands around? Like he was really manic. Um, and that kind of kept carrying over and over. And that made me wonder like why because at the end like he knows like rick is tracking him down through the phone and then he just like leaves it recording because he knows he's gonna find him and it makes me wonder like in the time he had after he like escaped to like have his own life did he like realize that this isn't like what he really wanted like to be beca- yeah. did he become more self-aware of the fact that he wanted his actual flaws back so it's really interesting that's mostly what i got out of it. Yeah, it does. Well, it's kind of neat in that, like, Morty, it seems, with the toxic part of him gone, there are no limitations anymore. He, it's kind of like, how smart is Morty? Like, how much does Morty know? How much does he understand? Because we see this kind of, he just thinks about a lot of different things. And at first, when he's on the day, it's just like bullshit. Like, he's just saying bullshit. Yeah. And, but then this whole, like, Starbroker thing. And we know Morty struggles in school. Like, that was kind of, like, a big thing in season one. And we talked about it a lot. So it's kind of interesting in that, is it a lot of it more just the, him not being sur- sure of himself, which that's like a real thing. So like, that's like, you know, you're, you're not doing as well as like you actually could because you don't think you can. Granted, there, you know, he, like, there's still actual limitations, but still like, that's interesting in that regard that, you know, we kind of see like, it kind of reminds me of the movie Limitless and that kind of like, like it's gone and now he can like do whatever he wants. Yeah, it, it, I, I'm not convinced he was like any smarter or anything, but he was just like way more socially adept and confident. Yeah, and, yeah. he was, yeah, he was just like really in his calm. own head so he could do the things he couldn't normally do. Yeah. And it seems like he values people thinking he's cool a lot. Yeah. Like he sees that as like a very good quality because yeah, that which, was something. Yeah, which makes sense know? as like a 14 year old boy. And I, 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 I agree <laughs> yeah. at the um at the end of uh, of when he of like healthy Morty and when he's with Jacqueline in the the in New York City, yeah, it seems like he like wants uh, he wants Rick to find him, which I, it was kind of fascinating. He's just sitting there like smiling right. all the time. Yeah. Um. So maybe but he was ready. Yeah. He was ready. Kind of yeah, just uh, just done with with what was happening. Yeah. Um. So we, we can definitely we'll we'll develop this discussion as we go throughout the episode. Um. What I, what I want to know is like, what's your standout moment of the episode, if anything, for me? I would say that it's um, this, uh, as we've been talking about, this uh, healthy Morty in New York after he takes off. I think this just whole sequence of Rick and Jessica coming back in and with the Voltron robots, which we're going to talk about, and um, just everything there <laughs> was like super successful for me. It was like, uh, it, it just felt like really great um, Rick and Morty type storytelling where we just go one step beyond like the the typical and um, like it's not even one step beyond, but one step beyond the normal state of being beyond the, the typical device here. And, um, it, that 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 whole scene just really worked for me. Uh, what would you say, Delaney? Any standout moments in this episode? Yes. So, like my, I think the biggest standout moment to me is when they're on top of the moon tower thing, and that's when and they're the show off the showdown between Toxic Rick and Healthy Rick, and like when they're talking and just that you know you care about him, I don't. But yeah. that was really standout for me, and that was a really powerful moment. I think for the really the series, though I did love like obviously the the New York scene, like that was a really good scene. It kind of felt like it felt like a really well done movie. Like you've seen that before, kind of like not in like the literal scene, but you've seen like you felt it before. And um, but then my absolute hands down favorite moment in the whole episode is when Rick's like, "No, you can't have them. They turn into Voltron." And then, like, oh, you can't have the drugs. That was my favorite part. Like yes. I was like dying. I was like, "This is so good." Like they like no, they form together to form tiny Voltron, and then it like waves the sword. I was like, "This is the best." Like, that was like hands down 
favorite moment in the episode, but the like powerful moment is when they're on the moon tower. But like uh, that Voltron thing killed me. Like that was so good. Yeah, you made the point earlier with the the moon tower, and I definitely between this and the Vindicators episode, we've been getting a clear arc on uh, Rick being attached to Marty, and I think they've done a great job developing that this season. We okay, briefly we're getting into the Voltron thing because like <laughs> yeah, this, it's important. This is like the episode for our podcast. I think um, <laughs> we have this blatant Voltron reference, and we cover Voltron Legend of Defenders, one of the other shows. We cover a bunch of animated shows. Um, so I was like, when I saw that, I was like, what is this? A crossover episode, which is a joke for another show we cover. But and then there's also like a. Pi- as uh there's a, a picture of um like a family photo with jerry in the background and there's just like a horse over his face um which may or may not be a bojack horseman reference um so there was that too and then there's like another there's a million gravity falls references in the show but then there's another one right. there's like the eight uh like the eight pool ball eyeballs guy um he was like in the background of the toxic play so it's just like three other shows uh, that we talk about all, all in this episode but yeah the voltron reference was so great even though there are like six of them and that's not how that works but no but it was yeah. So funny, <laughs> and the colors are wrong, but yeah, it's it's good. And like they were, well, it was just like they're drones, and they came yeah. together. Like it yeah. was, everything about that was great. Yeah, I really, I really like that. It was like a, not only drones, and it came to for, together to form Voltron. It was a little Voltron. It was so the good. Like air, just a little all of that together was amazing. Yeah, that, that was. So- and Rick was just so like, you can't. There's no you way to make the drones. Look, they formed this. You can't have them. There's no way. Yeah, in, in such like a serious like character focused yeah. episode, like that was a it great was so comedic. Good. Break. That was so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Michelle, a, a standout moment moment um well i i really liked the part when the healthy rick was shooting the toxic morty and it made the toxic rick can like out loud say like yeah like i care about him because like you know we've been talking about that for forever like does he really care like i don't know like but like this like just nailed it like yeah there's no denying it now like the feels are there he doesn't think they're healthy but they're there. Yeah. They're very real. And by extension, like we can infer like he really cares about Summer and Beth too. I don't know about Jerry. Jerry might be redeemable, but <laughs> his feels stretch farther than he wants. We don't okay, we don't need to get back in. <laughs> we got we got hate mail for your guys' treatment of Jerry, I'll tell you. I'll tell you Did that. Did you really? <laughs> it was oh, it wasn't hate mail. No, it wasn't hate mail. It was just like a defense of Jerry. I got a few emails about that. But <laughs> L- yeah. L- okay. <laughs> No, but um, yeah, okay, yeah. The Jerry's who watch the show. The Jerry's who watch the show. Oh my god! Don't call this don't call person Jerry. Come on, that's a bad. That's We're insult. gonna get more emails yeah, now. Yeah, um, yeah. I, the so Michelle liking the feels with the the. I'm sure Rick would call them that too. Um, it was but, it was just very satisfying. Yeah. How about uh, favorite jokes from the episode? We talked about Voltron. That's definitely one of them. Um, there, uh, there's there's a bunch. Uh, there's a few others that come to mind for me. Delaney, do you have a favorite uh, joke other than Voltron here? Uh, yes, it was really funny at the end, other than like the whole beginning where it's Star Wars. Um, <laughs> at the end, when they're like, Have you ever been peed on? Yum. <laughs> like, that was yeah. so weird. <laughs> it was so oh funny. my god. And it's like the foreskin before. Like, yeah, what the heck? We all keep repeating it to each other. It's so funny. <laughs> it just is stupid. Yeah, uh, Jessica Lang with the massive stripper titties is back in this episode with the force. Yes, yeah. Yes. yeah, she says, uh, have you ever been peed on before? Oh, my God. Yum. Yeah, no, it was so good. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, she also in the beginning of the episode is talking. She about, just talks about the foreskin. Was that her? Yeah, she's talking about how I want love, like a penis and foreskin kind of love. Like, uh, yeah. So Jessica, Jessica Lang with the the bookends, great in this episode. Um, I, I agree that that was really good. I, I like that you're repeating that. That's it's an interesting thing too. It was so funny. It's episode. memorable yeah. for sure. Uh, Michelle, uh, favorite joke from the episode? Um, I don't know why, but just like the line when. When Morty's hitting on the one girl who gets sucked into the place, I forget her name. But when she's like, "Aren't you Stacey. a child?" Stacey, yeah, Stacy. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, in the ways that matter." I was like, "What the <laughs> heck? That's so much up. But like, it stuck out to me. Stacy's really good. I really enjoyed Stacy. She's like chill. Yeah. Like I liked her for the brief time we had with her. Yeah, she. Could- I should have been paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what, what's the? You have to say the safe word. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What was the it's safe word? It's cucumber. Or... Duh. And then <laughs> somebody watches more than once. Yeah. Duh. And then in the stinger, yeah, uh, she comes out yelling "sea cucumber" <laughs> as she was trapped in there. Oh, and then another quality one is like, like just Morty just says so much bullshit. Like healthy Morty just says like dumb stuff, and like I love when he's like, "Okay, we're gonna do like urban spin yoga," and like what? What? Yeah, it was so good. Like uh, basically, all of his bullshit was really funny. But the, but then, of course, when he was on the date, it was like, "Can you please stop talking? Like, I'm getting a headache." Yeah, he says, "Are you urban urban spin uh, yoga? You do yoga on a bike, but you have a at, you have an at risk preteen, and then he hasn't finished." That's, but yeah, that's hysterical. Yeah, like that's <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah, that was that was a good one too. Um, yeah, I love the scene of um, healthy Morty going up to hit on um, Stacy, <laughs> and she's like, "Aren't you a child?" <laughs> Like, oh, like I'm watching you drinking. Like, oh my god, that <laughs> whole interaction was hilarious. Yeah. And he finally like got her to be like, oh yeah, what the hell? Yeah, All right, then, I'll come back with you. Yeah, and then uh, the the just uh, going back to Rick and um, it's like you can leave now. Is is it wrong that I uh, find this uh, hot? Them fighting. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's just chill. I like Stacy. Stacy's great. Yeah, um, I, I love that. I love uh, Jacqueline at the end. Is like, yeah, you were upfront about being gay, <laughs> a fourteen year old boy uh, from the Midwest. Yeah, um, interesting, interesting characterizations <laughs> of Stacy and Jacqueline here. Um, I, I love those stuff. I also love the Terry Fold song. <laughs> Which oh I'm just still like, what? That was, oh on, my God. It was, it was on the radio when uh, Healthy Rick and Morty. Uh, it's like, I just, I just put it on shuffle. Um, <laughs> uh, it has nothing to do with anything. And it's on, uh, it's, it's up on, uh, Chaos Chaos is the band, uh, with their, I adore them. Yeah. They did the song, the, uh, Rick trying to commit suicide song. So they're like the official. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're like the official Rick and Morty band, I guess now. And Justin Rowland did the vocals for this, which seemed just, rambling on nonsense about terry folds and flaps and, and then the 80s like was that good should i do it again yeah. which like <laughs> made the song for me it's classic yeah and of course he threw in a like uh you bitch like somewhere in there like obviously <laughs> yeah yeah. The end. yeah um yeah that's on like spotify and youtube and stuff if you want to listen to the full terry fold song um that's i will say about this it's uh this is like classic justin orland's gag of just him rambling on about nonsense i do think it's We've seen it a lot now. I still think it's funny. I will say that. Yes. But we've seen it a lot. I, th- I think maybe like the the PA system, like that's again classic. Just general and just improving nonsense. Like, um, and we kind of have it again here with like the crotch bot. That's another one of my favorite jokes. Um, but that was like more like written and stuff. But um, you know, I don't know. Maybe we should mix it up a little more. But yeah, the crotch bot. I thought that was um, I don't know if that's what it was. It was called. But um, he's like, yeah, I'm I'm uh, staying out of this. He couldn't he couldn't tell what was happening. I like that. That's the the 
the um, mix-up identity joke that <laughs> that we got is with a uh, crotch-protecting robot. Um, that's that's very this show. Um, the other, the other, maybe my biggest laugh was, um, so when we get the world turned to toxic, um, and it's a lot, a lot going on in this episode, this isn't even, doesn't even make register on the radar. Like the fact that we get like the whole world turning toxic within this episode. Um, but like, uh, you get the different, uh, like how it manifests, um, scenarios. yeah, Yeah. And at first I didn't find it that funny what was happening. I was like, okay, this is pretty you know, this is this is pretty typical. But then when it changed back, um, yeah, and uh, we got my favorite part was the uh, the kids were like killing the Mickey Mouse mascot, and then they just it changes <laughs> so back and they just start crying. Kid had, like a bat with nails. Yeah, this yeah. is I, 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 I cracked up. I guess I, I guess this type of joke really answered me because I also loved the uh, kid shooting the other kid last week. And Dylan <laughs> just loved. Oh it. my god, this is so funny. Well, like, yeah. Well, like, well, it was like, so like the, it was just like the church thing was like, okay, bah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. And then like the food one was kind of funny, but then it's like all of those like kind of went back to normal. No, the kids like straight up murdered. Yeah. Just, like, yeah. They murdered the guy. Dead. And then there's like one of the kids was murdered too. And the pool was filled with blood. It's so good. <laughs> it was, it was pretty good. Like that was pretty good. Yeah. The rest of that gag is also pretty good. Like the, the second one is the, the salad works people go into the, the Sabaro. The... And then the person yeah. in the Sabaro goes to the dumpster. That's the. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Like that was funny. Um, and then the first one, yeah, is the, the, the church for money got his life. But then when it changes back, they're like, uh, <laughs> one of them's like licking the other one's chest and stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was, it's pretty the great. Fun orgy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I, I, I did enjoy this. It's just a really well put together episode that. Um, that, that's just, uh, uh, like a great pace joke and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure I'll remember other stuff too, as, as we go along, but, um, yeah, so that's, that's like, that's a lot of stuff. It's, it's, uh, it's a decently, I think like a decently funny episode, although that's not what I'm going to remember from this. I'm definitely going to remember like the characterization stuff that happens. Um, agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this seemed like a very character focused episode, which was really nice. Yeah. And just like narratively, it's so interesting, especially because like we spend most of the episode with healthy Rick and Morty, but then I don't know, like the way they just played it was just brilliant. And it was just really interesting because usually when you, um, because what's so interesting about this is that usually when you have like the bad, good split, like, you know, they don't with Superman, like it's a big thing you see in comic books, you see it on TV all the time. And usually how that happens is you spend um, so much time with like, like the bad doing stuff to the good or um, like, I don't know. It's just, you focus so much on the good, but then like, what's interesting about this is because the way we flip it, like Rick and Morty just suck in general. And then like, <laughs> so the reverse is like, like how we normally see them are the toxic selves. And then it's weird to be with the good ones. So like, it's just a really interesting, I mean, it's kind of a subversion of it when you think about it to do it with like these kinds of characters. So I mean that's what I think just narratively this episode is just really incredible and like it just ties together really well. Yeah, I agree. I, yeah, that's a really good point. I, 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 yeah, I just found the whole take of it's like based on their self perceptions, so so original, um, and and really like uh, a, a really good insight into their characterizations. Okay, let's go through the parts that we haven't talked about. So I have uh, a lot of stuff written down, so we can make. Uh, we can, <laughs> yes, you do. As, Look as at as this. I mean, these episodes are so jam packed. Yeah, so we can um, get the stuff we haven't talked about. So we, yeah, we talked about the beginning with Jessica Lang with the <laughs> the penis and foreskin. Yeah, Jessica broke up with Brad. Big news. Um, and, Morty shook. Yeah, dun, dun, Morty. Dun. Yeah, he is shook. And she like says it in such a specific way that it might apply to Morty. It's pretty great. 
<laughs> and he gets it's so happy, yeah. and then he fucks it yeah. up. He doesn't know what to say. Yeah, and then Rick comes in. Everybody fuck off. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> Yeah, yes. a lot. And then, like later when they do it again, it's like, can I have a moment of your time? Yeah. Like it was so good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Morty says, "You said I could go to school today." Yeah, we haven't talked. Like, the beginning's really good. Of, uh, <laughs> it's, so good. <laughs> it's it's really it's kind of subtle, but um, yeah, everybody fuck off. You said I could go to school today. Um, in and out twenty minutes, nope. and six days later, and they're just six days later. Yeah, and they're just, just like bawling in Rick's ship. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I guess I guess it's Star Wars. I mean. I don't, it's 100% Star Wars, okay? So, like, not only do they do the whole, like, they, like, blow it up or whatever, at the end where they're getting the medals, like, straight up Star Wars. Okay. Like, oh, that's, that's a good that point. I When they were blowing up the thing, I, I was getting, like, Independence Day vibes, but the medal thing definitely is Star Wars. Yeah, and... Uh... Uh, yeah, I could definitely see it. Um, and then, yeah, them in the ship crying. Uh, my favorite line in that is, I was not in control of that situation at all. Yeah, and, look at my head shaking, yeah. Morty. They're still yeah, shaking. So funny. Yeah. yeah, and then we need a vape. They're just screaming. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good. Yeah, the the pre-stinger, it's kind of like its own, uh, the pre-opening, the pre -opening, it's kind of like its own uh, episode segment. Um, just it's very solid. And the, the conclusion is that they need a vacation. Okay, that's where they're going with this. So we're going to this alien spa. Um they're they're in this creature that uh loves <laughs> loves swallowing stressed out things and for 20 minutes and then puking them up uh morty says where can i find one of these <laughs> yeah that sounds amazing you, you want to do wait you want you want to get in that thing this i mean yeah. if, like if they enjoy it, like, let's them. Go for it. Okay. Like, yeah. interesting interesting yeah morty says my whole body is like a baby's ass um yeah, that was pretty good yeah that's the way to live i guess so. yeah they this alien spa they go to the psychological detox machine with the the guy with the thing in his throat <laughs> that was okay that was also really funny like obviously he's being a giant asshole but yeah. it was so funny like just like he just like rips him up oh, it was my, so no. funny yeah. and he like he's like proud about it after he's like did you see me destroy that guy and where he's like oh my yeah, god i don't know if he was proud he was like oh maybe i should have done that but yeah he's like he says first like are, are you on commission <laughs> like i'm not on commission i get paid by now yeah, yeah. Um, he's, then he's like Rick says try swallowing the giant ball of snot <laughs> that's what you should do um, yeah <laughs> that's so funny yeah it was, it was it was really good there I like I really like that guy um, I, want, <laughs> I want the weird uh, ball of snot in his throat guy back um, didn't seem like he was new favorite black character yeah it didn't seem like he was being mal malicious um, which is interesting I will say okay brief brief thing um I think again this week we get something that I'm, I'm not buying that Rick walks around the universe just so completely unprepared for things like the detox machine and also the last week with the, the airport security. Um, like the, I feel like the first episode of this season changed everything so much that Rick is just the owner of the universe and can do whatever he wants. Like we established that. So why is he just walking into these things and like well, unprepared I, well, for them? Cause he doesn't care. I feel like, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I understand that Rick has a lot of experience and such, but I think what I like about it is that like, even like in this giant universe that they go around and explore, they run into shit that Rick doesn't even know about. Yeah. I, I do agree. I think the explanation is that he doesn't give a shit. Like, I, th I think that's. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't care. Yeah, he really doesn't care. But also, I think he he feels like he's smart enough that, like, it's Has also it like. And, it yeah. doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, he, like, he knows he, he can be resourceful. And maybe he kind of likes the challenge of the idea of being in a situation he doesn't know about to, like, give him something to do for once. Yeah, I, I agree with that, yeah. too. I think he probably, like. Also, he wants to die. So I really that's don't. An think that's that. another good point. Yeah, too, that's yeah. another, like, his internal. There's a lot yeah. of layers. There's actually. definitely explanation 
limitations. I wish the show would give us a little bit um, in the present, but um, like, like he has a robot in his crotch to like prevent crotch attacks. Like he, he's cybernetically enhanced. You know, he's very prepared for certain things, but others, I guess, he doesn't. You know, give a shit, whatever. Um, so yeah, they that didn't it didn't bother me when I was watching, but it was just something I talked about last week, so it happened again. Um, the uh, they go into the the detoxifier. Um, I, I it it works really well the first time you're watching. You don't know this is like toxic them. Um, you just think it's normal. Morty's like super groveling, like he like toxic Morty is, and Rick's like super asshole. Um, yeah, you can you can die when I say so. I control you. I control the universe. He says to Morty. <laughs> Um, to Toxic Morty, it's pretty great. Uh, where are the toxins? Where what got removed? Um, so yeah, that that that's like a great scene that works well when you know what's going on, and it's like different from from before the reveal. I would say. Um, we have uh healthy Rick and Morty back on Earth. Um, the the Terry Fold song as we talked about. Yeah, it's just uh, I just hit shuffle one random song a day. Um, that, that, that whole scene's, uh, pretty, pretty interesting. Um, yeah, toxic, toxic Rick. Guess who just discovered a new element? Um, if he's just talking shit the whole time, it's like, if God exists, it's fucking me. <laughs> and Morty's just like in a fetal position of sadness. Yeah, I discovered the toxic, uh, version of electricity, Morty. Oh, this is, this is, oh, this is another great, great line of the episode. Toxic Morty. I think my voice is annoying. Toxic Rick. It is, and it's your best it's quality. Best quality. <laughs> yeah, that was like, <laughs> toxic Morty. So like, true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was one of the funniest exchanges for me. Yeah. Um, the healthy them, uh, uh, po- oh, uh, the healthy, healthy Morty, uh, with Mr. Goldenfold in school. Uh, glad we're getting more Mr. Goldenfold again. Um, wonder how his, um, eating poop problem is going. But, uh, this is like classic Goldenfold usage here. But a positive change for your character became, I've heard you become super healthy, <laughs> like says Jessica. Um, I think that's like interesting dialogue. Uh, hey, Rick, says he has, uh, haven't taken you to dinneritis <laughs> with, uh, oh my, like, god. oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Um, Rick's like on his like sub ether phone. Um, uh, healthy Morty says he downgraded to a clamshell for emergencies only. If s- I love that he calls it a clamshell. Is that like the actual name of the flip phone? I don't know. Clamshell. No, I think I like he downgraded it. to a clamshell. Like, like an actual clamshell. I think that's what it might be. No, I don't think so. Uh, he says if something's worth saying, it's worth eye contact. <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> I mean, he says that, then he just destroys that date all by himself. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, we did mention the urban spin joke. Yeah, uh, there you go. Morty at dinner with Jessica, the, the, the cup of carrot sticks. Yeah. Um, he wants to, he, and then like Morty like breaks Rick's phone. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, you have to do this alien detox thing I did. Um, and Jessica's like, I think you get bored with me. And Morty's like, I no sparks. Yeah. Um, he, the whole no sparks thing was like really yeah. funny. At least he handled that well, right? Like, at least. Right. At, yeah, he moved on very quickly. Like, like at least it didn't evolve into like super asshole. Yeah. Like, like he's kind of respect. He's respectful of all these women, you know. But um, it's just he's like ag- aggressive and uh, right. dumb like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it goes up to Stacy. Aren't you a child? Only in the ways that matter. Yeah. It's, it's- <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I want Stacy back. That's my that's my character. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like that's Stacey. my character of the episode. Um, I have healthy Morty. I wonder what it takes to please you. <laughs> yeah. Um, Stacy's like, oh fuck it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they get back. Uh, they're like making out in the taxi or something. Are you familiar with Benoit technology? You know, when you get into that, but um, that was like also an Archer joke. So that was interesting. They brought that back. Um, they uh, purchased the detox chamber from the spa. Uh, yeah, I talked about. Is it wrong? I think this is kind of hot. Them fighting. Um, she's like, I need to hear a safe word, Morty. Yeah, 
sea cucumber. Yeah, sea cucumber. And she's like, oh, is this like a sex dungeon? I guess I should have been paying more attention. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, groin system 6000, assessing threat to groin. <laughs> that is my groins user. Uh, you know what? <laughs> that was so funny. The, the robot can confuse is pretty great. Yeah, you know what? Not my table, says, says, the <laughs> says groin system yeah, That's actually 6, a pretty good line. Yeah um their whole fight we didn't even talk about this their fight the fight was like incredible yeah. that was like yeah, maybe the best really fight ever cool. like it was so weird and like they just like puke out a baby and then it grows like what yeah, I they're both so equally matched yeah. they know where all the weapons are yeah i love this is maybe one of my favorite fights in the show i love this a lot more than like the roller coaster fight last episode although that was like also creative this was um i love like rick fighting with himself they have access like he makes this like he grows this creature that like tries to kill him um they both oh, i love he's like you're like he like like being so nice to yeah. him. He's like, go get him. Like, it was yeah, like, go murder him. Yeah, they both have this dart thing. So uh, it's 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 hard to they 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 inject themselves first, and then they shoot it at something. So like they're making a clone of them himself that can like pop regrow out of whatever they shoot it at. So they both do that. So they both like their original form dies, and then they regrow yeah, a new form. It was amazing. Yeah, um, and then uh. uh uh, uh, Beth comes in. Yeah, dads. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, um, yeah. That that whole fight is like uh, super. It was like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but like super sci-fi and absurd. And it was amazing. Yeah, I love this. Yeah. I love the storyboarding on on that scene. Definitely props. It to was that. so good. Yeah. Like I like would just loved that fight. It was so ridiculous. Yeah, um, and then make the whole world toxic. Like I said, not our place to pick and choose which uh, world gets saved from what apocalypse. Says healthy Rick. Very unRick like. Um, Very ironic, considering they have escaped from Cronenberg. Yeah, considering Cronenberg yeah. universe, yeah. Um, they, they they learned the machine by one's own individual definition of toxicity. So they go to a moon tower here. Now, I was not familiar <laughs> with uh, a moon tower. Um, are either of you familiar with moon towers? I think we're we're, we're maybe too young for. I mean, this is an old. This is like an 18th century thing. But or, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I think everyone is too young. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe I don't know. Maybe it's like an old culture thing that prevailed. But yeah, I don't know. They're just a giant thing that illuminates the town. They still exist in Austin, apparently. That's the only place where they're still interesting. I don't know. Wow. Um, I did. Did we know where the show took place? Because we we hear Midwest in this episode. Um, but there's like still a moon tower there, which would indicate Austin, but that's not Midwest. So anyway, I just kind of imagine this kind of like Springfield, like yeah. Phineas and Ferb yeah, kind of sure. like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was interesting that she like specifically said Midwest. Um, yeah, no, I thought so too, which then I was like, I'm still not shocked. Yeah. I mean, who knows? <laughs> Um, so yeah, they, uh, they, we talked about, they toxify the world. We talked about the, the, the jokes, uh, the detox and detox, uh, sequence there. Um, shoot, it shoots toxic Morty with an encrypted nanobiotic virus, uh, bullet. Um, healthy Rick, uh, doesn't give a shit about all my problems removed, including irrational attachments. Um, so yeah, we, we talked a lot about the scene. This is, it was, it was a real interesting take, take on that. Um, the uh yeah yeah the, the the reverse the toxic beam um and uh oh we forgot that beth like refers to as like you're like booger you oh yeah yeah that's i feel like that's iconic theme now that's probably how we're talking about them with the trailer discussion i think but uh, probably yeah, yeah um so. yeah three weeks later in new york we talked a lot about this scene too morty's telling stock as a stockbroker <laughs> uh talking to Dwayne. he says that a lot um just uh yeah <laughs> healthy morty being the whole analogy to like uh it's like uh uh a beautiful redhead just like so it's such an asshole with this with this whole thing um 
Yeah, uh, but it's a pretty great sequence. The call he gets the call from Jessica. How long for Rick to trace location? I like how he just immediately knows that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, you yeah, you were the perfect man, says uh, Jacqueline. <laughs> Jacqueline's also pretty great, but yeah, she's, she's not she's not quite Stacy level. Yeah. yeah, no, she's not quite Stacy. Stacy's better. <laughs> Stacy's yeah. just down. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, sorry, tiny American psycho. Says Rick. Uh, time to take. That that's it, though. That's like who he is. That's why it's so creepy. Like he's so manic. There's something very uncomfortable about his personality. Yeah. And it goes back to the carrots. I swear. What's up with that? I'm not over I it. What if it's? I don't think he, like the carrots. Are, I guess it's weird that he's making carrots later. But um, like Jessica orders the carrots. I don't know. <laughs> they like eat them. He's like, oh, these are so good. What are these? Like baby carrots? Oh, they're organic. It's just like so weird yeah, and it comes back michelle is creeped out by carrots yeah i'm creeped out by that kind of carrot love very particular <laughs> kind it's not okay. what about pickle love though what about like liking pickles so much pickle that you get turned into a pickle yeah that's okay okay i see but not 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 the carrots okay um he says uh time to take the opposite of your medicine um yeah okay i wanted to mention this we have this whole thing of that like did jessica care about getting morty back so they they like argue like jessica rick says jessica did this so she would stop uh or jessica says rick did this so he would stop uh drunk dialing um her yeah yeah and uh he's kept showing up at the house yeah so like they're just pointing fingers at each other i think they kind of wanted it to happen like did you get a new morty but then at the end jessica's like um glad to have you back so um I, I think the takeaway, my, my, yeah, my read is that Jessica, um, is, was happy, is, is happy to have Morty in her life in, in some capacity. I think that's what we're getting at here. Which is kind of weird because, like, they don't really interact except when Morty's being a telecreep. Yeah. Yeah. Mor- yeah. Uh, Morty does say that, um, I don't know who says this, but, um, it's like you just, uh, I think, yeah, healthy Morty, you just liked having healthy someone Morty, in your yeah. life that would, like, always like you or something. I forget the exact line, but, right. yeah, which is an interesting take is- on it. She doesn't really interact with him, though. She doesn't, like, seek him out to get that kind of validation. So, I mean, it could be, like, a little true, but she doesn't, like, act on it. So they honestly just don't know each other that well. I mean, we haven't seen Jessica in, like... Forever, Before last week, it was, like, ten episodes. I don't know more. When was the last time we saw Jessica? I don't even remember. But um, I guess probably she was in Tiny Rick. Um, But, uh, yeah. So it's... that I, I wonder if we're going to follow up on uh, on on uh, this uh, Jessica potentially wanting to be friends with Morty. I'd love to see more Jessica on the show. I think she I think she's kind of interesting. I mean, it'd be nice to see like more of like of her. Like yeah, what like what what would happen? <laughs> Jessica yeah. adventure. Let's do it. <laughs> oh God. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> we figure out what her personality is though with an actual like adventure. So I'd be down for that. Yeah, it would be it'd be pretty cool. Um, like, did she interact with Summer? Have we seen that? I don't, I don't even know. Uh, but, but yeah. Um, uh, oh, I guess you were pretty, uh, yeah, I guess you were pretty upfront about, uh, up, up, up that, Jacqueline. Um, you are my soulmate, says Jacqueline. So, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I gotta go. Yeah. Uh, can't keep the drones. They turn into a little Voltron robot. They're awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love that. It's such a good gag. Yeah. And then at the end, uh, are you getting back together with Brad? Um, so, uh, no, Jessica just had, uh, like dinner with, uh, with him. So that's, we'll, we'll track that. <laughs> the status of Brad and Jessica. Um, Brad, I think, I don't know if we've seen him since the season one finale. I don't remember, but, um, we, we've seen him. And then at the end, um, uh, Rick's like, 
We need uh we need doorstops, uh, Morty. A brick would would work too. <laughs> like <laughs> that was great. Yes. Like that's the so back to back to the status quo of them going on uh, unnecessary adventures. So um yeah, and then the the peat line as talked about. Yeah, Terry Fold in the credits, the stinger on the moon tower, a tour of that, and then uh, Stacy pops out. Sea <laughs> sea cucumber, sea cucumber. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. I, I I think it's a pretty decent stinger. Uh, I don't know. Stacy. Stacy's a contender for these top 10 minor characters now. I feel like the more we talk about her, <laughs> she's, she's yeah. pretty great. So uh, I was enjoying that. Um, yeah. And then the, we get the preview for next, uh, two weeks from now, as I, as I called last week, no episode next week for Labor Day, but then we have the Rick Lantis mix up. Uh, finally. <laughs> what do you mean finally? You've been waiting for I an Atlantis episode? I'm just yeah. ready to go to Atlantis. Yeah. Like, this is going to be great. Like, there's nothing. <laughs> it's going to be fucked up. I can't <laughs> wait. like, it's my time, finally. Yeah. Delaney's, yeah We're I, going there. Um, there's nothing in the preview that was like anything. It's just them saying, like, Atlantis. Right. But, like, that yeah. makes me more hype. Like, where's the room? <laughs> and then they come, and then they, like, it's like them getting back, and they're, like, in, like, wet suits yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be good. Two weeks from now. Um, hype. We'll see that. Hype. Uh, Delaney, what are your final thoughts on this episode? I really enjoyed it. It was just a really good episode. It was really funny narratively. I think it might be the, one of the most interesting episodes of the series. Um, it's definitely. I think it's definitely in my tops now. Like I, I'll have to revisit my list. I don't have a running list the way Dylan does, but I might actually have to develop one. But uh, I really liked it. I was just. I thought it was really funny. Like the comedy just hit for me, and it was just a really brilliant episode. Nice. Uh, and above average, average or below average episode of Rick and Morty. Uh, above average, definitely. Nice. Uh, Michelle, uh, final thoughts here. It was above average. I'm sorry. Now I'm just thinking about Terry Folds again. <laughs> it's like the only thing in my brain. T- Terry Folds it's, are it's very important. Keeper. Yeah. Yeah. Folds my question with ter- I can't okay. talk anymore. Here's my question with Terry Folds. It's not clear from the song. Are uh-huh. they Terry's yeah. Folds? Like, is the guy Terry? Or I think or so. like the Folds themselves called Terry Folds on this alien species? Like, um, I, I was very unclear listening to this many times. <laughs> It did. It, 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 it was. Didn't. It didn't oh, help. Man. Anyway, yeah. Continue. It's a good question. No, now I'm thinking about it. I think it's the species. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think like the fold might just be named Terry Fold, or like the creatures, <laughs> the species is named Terry. There's a lot of options here. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, above average, below average, or uh, average episode it, of Rick and Morty. It, it, yeah, it's definitely above average. Like it was. The pacing was really good. The characterization was really strong. Um, it gave us a lot to think about. And it's like building more on top of the two main characters, which is great. And even though we didn't have like a lot of better summer, like I didn't mind because like the stuff interrogating like Rick and Morty was so strong that like I was totally fine with that. Which again, like, yeah, there weren't like a ton of like laugh out lands either, but like I didn't care because like the pacing was really good and the content was really interesting anyway. So yeah, I was very satisfied. Yeah. Um, I agree. Above average episode, although I have no idea where to rank this. This is going to be interesting. (laughs) It's very special. Yeah. Like, how do I rank this against like, uh, you know, like the improv episodes? Like, it's completely different animals. So, um, I don't know. It's just going to be somewhere in this, uh, this upper tier of, of episodes. Um, very much enjoyed it. Strong, a strong effort. And I'm happy after I wasn't super into the last two weeks. So, um, excited to get into Rick's Rick's Lantis mix up. 
Um, and then the week after is Morty's Mind Blowers, apparently. Although there, there, there huh. were fa- there okay. were fake titles there before, so I don't know if I trust it anymore. But um, <laughs> there were with somebody being sneaky. I'm not sure if it was like just someone editing the Wikipedia page, or it's like it could just be Adult Swim trolling. It's like not even clear. But yeah. Um, but anyway, next week Rick Slantis mix up or two weeks from now gonna be great. Um, check out our panel discussion later this week. Subscribe to us so you don't make that miss that. Search overly animated Rick and Morty on iTunes or Podcatcher or the itunes uh, podcast app or whatever um and next week we'll also have something probably only one and who knows what it will be so uh we'll, we'll see we'll do something during Mystery. the off week. yeah it'll, it'll be good um so yeah check out overlyanimated.com and uh we'd love itunes reviews by the way on either of our feeds um i don't know if i have uh, itunes review of the week for this one but leave itunes reviews in rick and morty feed or our general feed and we'll read them at the end of this or the panel discussion um you can consider supporting us at patreon patreon.com slash overly animated thank you very much to all of our patrons especially our patron the podcast beatrice aka beatrice exchange and thanks as always to our patron executive producers john ryan steve alex and andy um so yeah back for the uh panel a bunch of other content uh at overlyanimated.com that i'm sure our listeners are not that interested in including okko coverage coming up um we had yeah yeah feet michelle we have um <laughs> mysticons podcast Mysticons. out today feet oh Delaney, my God. probably the opposite right, of this Dylan. audience yeah <laughs> Uh, but all of it's be all relevant. Your hype for it is real. We're though. starting to cover BoJack, BoJack Horseman. That is relevant to our, this audience. Yeah. So our first BoJack podcast is out, and we'll be ramping up to season four of BoJack. So I'd say if you're a Rick and Morty fan, check out BoJack on Netflix. It's the, um, you know, I'd say another adult animation top tier kind of show. Really, really good. So all of that uh, at overlyanimated.com. And let us know what you thought of our discussion here in the comments, wherever you're listening. Thank you guys very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.